0: crazy, encouraging our how welcome to Pastor <clears>
1: Me like that at home, <laughs> <All right. laughs> am I on here? am I hot? Uh, am I hot here? Let me see. Check, 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 check. Check, um, check, 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 check. Wow. Yeah. Ow. <laughs> Hey, it's great to be here. Um, it's been so fun meeting so many of you guys, and I think the world of your pastor as well as the world of this congregation. Um, we actually started our church over in Astoria, Queens. Any of you folks from Astoria in the house? Woo! And, uh, we, we got a few in the house, and um, we came. We actually planted the church in 2012, and. Ways we were learning from different churches and pastors from around the city, learning about what God is doing. And when I met Pastor Edwin and saw and heard about all that God was doing and I had a chance to come and I visited and I saw the work that was being done in the food pantry, it's been absolutely incredible. And in many ways what I've told the rest of our pastors back home and his story is, we have so much to learn from you guys. So I wanna say thank you for inviting me here today. Um, and I wanna say thank you to you all because you guys are a model of what Jesus is doing in the city, not only right here in Brooklyn, but also around the city. Such an inspiration to pastors and people from our church. In fact, there's a few folks here um, today from our church, and we're just so grateful to be here. And so I want to say thank you to that. Um, I actually grew up in Los Angeles, California. Any Los Angelinos in the house? <laughs> not uh, just one. Thank you for raising your hand. To Korean American, uh, not Korean. I mean, yeah, Korean Americans, Korean immigrants. Um, Korea is the home of the best barbecue in the world. And, uh, <laughs> I was born raised in Los Angeles, Korean-American immigrants, um, just had a great childhood there, and then actually moved out to New York City and started living in Queens and was interning at a church. And so for the past 14 years, though, um, I've lived in New York, and I love it here. This is what I call home, and my wife and I, and my son, um, they sent their greetings as well. They couldn't be here. So I just want to say thank you for, for welcoming me. Um, if you have your Bibles today, you can turn in your Bibles to Luke chapter 5? Luke chapter 5, verses 1 through 11. We're going to look at a passage that's pretty popular and it's something that maybe you've read before. Whether you're in church or whether you're not in church, you've probably heard the story of the character that we're going to talk about today. So, Luke chapter 5, verses 1 through 11, I'd like to read for you. And the title of today's sermon is The Calling of Peter. Now, Peter is one of Jesus' disciples. And it uh, looks like everyone's standing. So, yeah, let's all stand together. Luke chapter 5, verses 1 through 11. I'd like to read for us. One day, as Jesus was standing by the lake of Gennesaret, and I hear you say Gennesaret, yes. <laughs> with the people crowding around him and listening to the word of God, he saw at the water's edge two boats left there by the fishermen for washing their nets. He got into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, and asked him to put out a little from shore. Then he sat down and taught the people from the boat. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Simon, put out into deep water. When Simon Peter saw this, he fell on Jesus' knees and said, Go away from me, Lord. I am a sinful man. For he and all his companions were astonished at the catch of fish they had taken. And so were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, Simon's partners. Then Jesus said to Simon, Simon, listen, don't be afraid. Can I hear you say that? Don't be afraid. From now on you will catch men. So they pulled their boats up on shore, left everything. And follow him. Amen. 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 Now you know what's fascinating about this passage is actually the calling of Peter. Now up to this point, Jesus doesn't have any formal disciples. He's disciples. He's got a large following already. Why? Because he's already performed incredible, incredible miracles. He's opened the eyes of the blind. He's caused the lame to walk. He's taught with great authority. He's cast out demons. So Jesus has basically already proven himself to be the man. And so here Jesus is, and that's why as it, ta- as it talks at the beginning of this passage, people are crowding around Jesus because they know this man to be a man of great authority and great power. And as they're, they're hanging on every single word he's saying, now you've got to imagine the scene, right? So he's, he's sitting on the shore and he's talking and he's teaching, but there's such a large crowd around that what does he do? He actually has to get into a boat. He gets into Peter Simon's boat. Simon was the name of Peter before he was called Peter. And he lets out a little into the shore and it created this natural amphitheater by which Jesus could now address the multitudes that he was speaking to. And so thousands of people are coming and talking to him. Now there's this interesting moment though, right? Because Simon, uh, if you've ever heard about this guy Simon Peter, he actually used to be a fisherman, a professional fisherman. He was an expert at this. This was his father's trade. This is what he grew up learning and doing. He knew how to catch fish. If there's anything that he was good at, was at like being a fisherman. And so when Jesus says to him, hey, Peter, this is what I want Simon. This is what I want you to do. I want you to put out a little into the deep. I want you to put your nets out there. And what does Simon say? <laughs> master, are you kidding me? I'm the expert. So what does Peter do? He goes and he puts up his net, and what happens? He goes to the deep, to the very place which he thought he knew so well, and he just catches tons of fish. Tons and tons of fish. So much fish, he has to call over all the partners and basically he says, hey, come on over. These nets are about to break. He gets this miraculous catch of fish after he's been at this day and night. The expert fisherman just gets just gets shown up by Jesus himself. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now what's so amazing, right, this is a miracle. Because here's Peter, is he's the one who's the expert at being a fisherman. And yet, here's Jesus showing him the truth about all that Jesus knows. Yes. Now what's amazing is that when, when Peter finally gets to the shore, now it's, it's crazy, right, because you'd expect Peter, he's so excited, right, because Jesus just performed this incredible miracle. Peter's the expert fisherman. He knows how to fish, but Jesus has just shown him that, that Jesus is so much greater. So Peter, can you imagine? He gets to the shore. He runs up to Jesus. He gets to Jesus. And what does he do? You watch it but well. because he just did a miracle for you. I think you should respond by being excited or by being quizzical or by submitting your life and saying, God, I'm going to serve you forever. But why? is that interesting? Why in the world does Peter do this? You see, because actually, if you look in the text, what it says, the reason why Peter responds this way and not with great enthusiasm or quizzicalness or actually being a servant is because Peter, he's been so devastated by this one truth. You see, in the text, when it talks about Jesus, when Jesus actually tells Peter, he says to Peter, he says, Peter, I want you to put out into deep water. Now, the word for deep water is the word abusan. Can I hear you say abusan? Busan. Yeah, like saying abusan in Brooklyn. Right. Um, abusan, right? Abusan is actually the same word that's the word used for abyss. Abyss. And see, in the ancient world, what they believed about this abusan, or the abyss, was that the deep water was the one area that was only the gods understood what lied beneath. In Busan. Only the gods... What was in the nether worlds Of the water And of the universe and, and, and so here's what Peter's thinking Here Jesus is, And Jesus is like Hey, go put out into the Abusan Peter's like Alright, whatever we, we already checked the Abusan, alright Abusan, you know he's he's going and he's just, I'll just do it because you said so And he goes and he puts out the nets And he catches tons of fish And you see what Peter starts to realize is this He starts to realize one who can see the depths of the heart of the earth. The one who can see where no human being can ever go. Surely this same Jesus who knows what lies at the heart of the sea. Mm-hmm. is the same Jesus who can look
0: into the deepest parts of my wretched
1: So what Peter does is he comes to Jesus and he knows that Jesus he's like surely this Jesus knows everything. He comes before this Jesus and he's just, get away from me, because I have a sin. Yeah. It's kind of like if you can imagine every single sin that you've ever committed in your life, but not only committed in behavior, but also committed in your mind or in your thoughts or in your heart towards someone. Right? We just exponentially increased it a hundredfold. If you can imagine what those sinful tendencies and thoughts, whatever you go through, can you imagine if it was flashed up right here on this screen for everyone to see? You see, this is the same feeling that Peter had. It was this idea of being completely vulnerable, completely naked before Jesus. And so the reason, of course, that's why he would come to Jesus and he would say, "Jesus, get away from me! You don't want to. You don't want to hang out with people Mm -hmm. like I'm just too wretched for you and your crew. I am just so undeserving." Yeah. hear the messages of self-hate and the messages of doubt that he tells himself. Peter, it was was so ridiculous that you were even trying to impress Jesus or follow him. Who are you? Who am I to think that I could have done this? Jesus knows everything about me. Why in the world am I even here? I should just... Jesus, just get away from
0: me! But you see in this passage, we see the most beautiful revelation of God's heart for Peter see this is what Jesus says to him. Jesus says, Peter, don't be afraid. You're not going yourself. No.